Okay, we are on uh, Pei Aleph 81 uh, at the very top. The Mishnah uh, carrying on again uh, with things that you can't take out on Shabbat uh, and the minimum sizes there for Etzim, a bone, Kadei uh, Lasot Taravad, the amount for a bone, it's uh, enough to make a spoon. Rabbi Hudome, Kadei Lasot Mimenu Chaf, to make a key. Uh, we'll discuss that in the Gemara. Skuchet, uh, the amount of uh, glass that you would be liable for taking out. Kadei, legeror bo arosh ha-karkar, to come and uh, scrape at the top of a uh, a bobbin, so that that would... Um, uh, that's kind of sharp stick uh, that is used by a weaver and that's to separate uh, the, um, uh, the the strings, the threads on top there. It's a roar or even uh, a stone or a stick, uh, it, it, uh, sorry, a stone or a, uh, a pebble. A kadei lezrok, boft, enough to throw at a bird. No, it's enough to throw at an animal. So even though you might think that uh, these stones are mukta, uh, you have a purpose uh, for doing such a, a thing, and therefore it is um, you you liable for for carrying that that size out, that size stone out with you. The Gemara picks up and says the Maimra deshura de Rabbi Huda nafish. Again, a question that we've had over the last uh, day or two uh, is that uh, doesn't surely Rabbi Huda uh, doesn't he have a a smaller shearer than everyone else's, uh, and uh, and here yeah, it seems to be that he's got a bigger one. Uh, you, you, we, we'd said uh, the amount of bone was a spoon, and Rabbi Huda says uh, the amount of a key. So we're saying surely maybe in, the, in those uh, days keys were much bigger. Uh, they weren't like small little things. They were like very uh, big uh, instruments and uh, had very intricate um, uh, mechanisms. Uh, and then therefore you might think that it seems to be uh, much bigger. So I'm Ula, Ula uh, answers the thing. He says, Hi, uh, 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 we are talking here, uh, not the whole key, uh, but just the teeth of the key. So it's obviously a much smaller amount, and that makes sense because Rabbi Huda has a smaller amount. We saw that Rabbi Huda uh, would hold of a smaller amount because of the fact that he, uh, the rabbis said that uh, you have to take out enough reed uh, to use as a handle for a basket. Rabbi Huda's view was much less uh, in terms of that. He said just to uh, put around the foot of a young child in order to get the size uh, so that a shoemaker could make shoes for the child. Okay, uh, carrying on, um, uh, Tanner Rabbanan, we quote a brighter, uh, once we're talking about uh, the, the teeth of the keys, Cafe Potachat, Potachat, sorry, the teeth of these Pochatat, Potachat, sorry, put from Potach, things to open it, that is a key, Torin, uh, those keys are, are, are pure. And uh, even if they would break off, they'd still remain pure because then they've lost uh, their significance. However, if they are uh, on a key, uh, uh, that then they become tame uh, because uh, that is the, the the key then becomes is defined as a utensil and therefore be, would, is susceptible to tumor. Shall gal shall p she. 
Sheikh Evran, uh, if you if you then uh, the, the this teeth of a lock, even though Sheikh uh, Evran bedelit, even though you've tied it somehow to the door, or attached it uh, to the door, kavan v'masmerim, and even if you've nailed it in, Torin that uh, remains uh, pure. Why should call him mechubar lekarka harehu kakarka? Anything that is still attached to the ground uh, is defined as the ground itself, and the ground itself uh, is. Um, uh, you know, is we could we say that once it's attached to the ground, it cannot become impure. Okay, we quote the Mishnah again. Zuchukit kadei legrobro. The amount of uh, glass is enough to to put. Uh, you know, and, and use that bobbin, uh, the scraped bobbin. Tanu zuchukit kadei levtua ba shnei nimim kechad. Uh, the amount of glass is even to, to make two threads, cut it once, and instead of the way a knife is meant to be made. Yeah, I think I actually jumped again yeah, in the in the mission where I explained uh, this part of it uh, for two threads, uh, similar to how a knife is used. Okay, uh, again quoting the mission at Sor or Evan Kadeli's rock off the amount of a a stone that you would take out is enough to throw a, throw a bird against the bird uh, to chase that bird away. Rebbe says that it was enough uh, to throw. Uh, you need to take a bigger and a bigger size to throw at an animal. I'm Rav Yaakov. I'm Rav uh, he says it has to get to the animal and actually uh, the animal has to feel it it's not uh, some insignificant amount that it doesn't even uh, register on the animal how much would this be Tanya he says the amount of tenzos uh, normal you know, animal could uh, feel that if you would throw it against the animal he would take notice uh, and uh, refrain from what he is doing uh, Zunin, uh, this rabbi called Zunin, um, uh, he comes into shul at the Beit Midrash. He says, uh, the stones of the toilet. Um, how much, how big are they? Uh, and, and really what the discussion is about over here is the, uh, the, what they obviously never had in those days, uh, nice ways of cleaning themselves, toilet paper, uh, uh, tissues or the like. Uh, what they used to do was take a sharp stone and, uh, and, and clean themselves with the ridges uh, on, on, on that stone. Uh, and uh, that's, that, that would be the, uh, the equivalent of what we would have our toilet paper. So that, that this is... Uh, the stone is this Talmudic uh, toilet paper. Uh, so he says, how big uh, do these stones have to be uh, for the use in the toilet? Amrlo, uh, three different sizes, kazaid, keegos, kubeta, an olive amount, a nut amount, and an egg amount, uh, the size of an egg. Amrlohu, so he says, listen, Viki Turtani, Yachnis, or you bring a scale in to measure exactly what these sizes are. Nimnu, Vagamru, he says, really, what we, what we, you know, he asked uh, everyone in the, in the thing. They took a vote uh, and they were counted, and they said, "Meloyad, really, what um, we're talking uh, uh, over here is that you don't have to measure them. You take a handful of stones. Uh, does you don't have to go and measure them all out on Shabbat? Uh, there is some uh, discussion. Exactly, is it is it talking about mukta that you can't move these stones, or, or in, in terms of, or well, they've got a use uh, over here? But if you took more in, uh, would it just be touching something that is normally mukta uh, unnecessarily, or is it an issue of carrying uh, for no purpose? Anyway, uh, that uh, that is the discussion. Uh, over here, uh, and uh, they say no, just a handful. Uh, this seems to be um, 
echoed uh, in a brata as well. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi says you can take in three different sizes, olives, size, nut size, egg size. Uh, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yossi Omer, and Mishum Aviv, in the name of his father, Melo Iyad. No, just a normal handful. Okay, Tan um, Rabbanan, uh, Shabbat, talking about on Shabbat Shalosh, I mean, Makur Zalot, Muta Lachnis, Betakisa, you're allowed to take three uh, sharp stones into the bathroom. Um, and the Vakama, Shiran, how big do they have to be? Rabbi Meir, Omer, Kegos, Rabbi Hudo, Omer, Kabeta. Rabbi Meir is of the opinion that they have to be a nut size. Rabbi Huda says they have to be an egg size. Amra Rafran Ba Papa, Amra Kista, Machloket Kan, uh, the same way uh, there's a machloket over here, there's a machloket with the size of an etrog. Um, and the Gemara asks in surprise, uh, it is a, a Mishnah, it's much more explicit and more authoritative. Uh, here it is just a Brata. So the Gemara accepts that and it says, Ella, uh, the way to remember it more easily is to say, Oh, they had a Machloket, they had a dispute about the size of an Etrog, whether it has to be a nut size, uh, whether it has to be an egg size, uh, and a minimum size. Obviously, today we have much bigger uh, Etrogs um, and, and there's no problem, but in those days, uh, you you know, it wasn't so common, uh, and um, there were minimum sizes, and, uh, and therefore uh, we said if it's if it's smaller than that, then it's no good. But yeah, uh, if it's those sizes, it would be good. And we say uh, the same thing would then get transplanted, and you can use that uh, the etrog case to uh, say that how how big it needs to be when you go to the bathroom. Uh, Ravi Huda. Ravi Huda says uh, that aval lo etapais. You're not allowed to move uh, pais uh, to use in a bathroom. My pais. What is pais? Also, Gemara. I'm Rav Zaira. Karshine belulayata. He says it's a type of uh, uh, earth, uh, etc. From from Bavel, uh, and uh, it, it seems that it's a very soft. Um, kind of earth which is not much good in cleaning and therefore would be uh, mukta. Amar Rava, Rava says, Asu l'shameish v'tzorah b'shabbat, k'deri shemeshameish b'chol. He says, uh, you're not allowed to, what they used to do as well apparently is uh, take, uh, as they sat down, they would uh, uh, start using a, a stone and uh, um, manipulate the, the opening uh, at, at the bottom there so that the, um, the feces would come out uh, more easily. Uh, he says you're not allowed to, to do this on Shabbat uh, and uh, the, the same way you do it during the weekdays, possibly uh, because you might end up cutting uh, the hairs uh, around that part of it and that would be an issue of gozes, uh, of shearing. Um, and Matkif uh, La Mazutra. Mazutra strongly uh, argued uh, with that. Um, uh, it says Lista uh, Kain. You know what? What? What should you? What should you do? The way? Uh, you know, surely you have to go to the toilet. Um, it says uh, 
so therefore he says uh, what does it mean you still have to do this uh, and you shouldn't stop yourself going to the toilet but you should do it in a kind of uh, roundabout way not your or not the normal way that you would do it during the week you do it with a uh, a, a shinui uh, as it's known and therefore you do it in a different way and and therefore that would we get around uh, the problem because you do something uh, in a roundabout way if it's uh, if it causes uh, something you know then then it's not a, a deliberate uh, thing if it causes something else to go uh, wrong from a shabbat point of view that's not malechet machshevet Okay, uh, and now Amrav Yanai, we chip in again on the uh, stones. Imyesh makom kavua elevator kisei, and if you if you've got a fixed place for a bathroom, uh, it says malor yad. Then you're allowed to take a handful of stones in. Imlav if it's just a temporary kind of uh, place out somewhere. Um, uh, um, uh, then what you can do is you can uh, take a, a normal sized. Um, uh, Stone katana uh, shall meloy medocha katana shall besamim. The the size you can bring a normal stone, average stone, which is the same as a small mortar uh, that you use for crushing spices. Obviously, you can't reuse that same stone; that would be disgusting. Uh, but uh, the size of that uh, stone. Amrav sheshit imbiyashalei aid mutar. Uh, he says that if the stone has, um, uh, you know, it does make a difference how big the stone is. He says if it has been seen that it has been used before. Uh, interestingly enough, they would kind of not only use these stones, but they would end up reusing them uh, as well, which is uh, something that we would find quite offensive. But obviously, uh, they had different uh, uh, hyg- hygienic practices uh, in the times of the Gemara. So, Maitve, uh, Rabbi. Um, we we ask about that. Uh, it would seem that there are ten things that um, uh, bring a person to uh, piles or hemorrhoids. Uh, these they are. Uh, if you eat the leaves of uh, uh, kind of uh, reeds here, bulrushes, uh, it says and uh, grape uh, leaves. Uh, Gefanim, uh, if you have uh, uh, t- other types of shoots of uh, of a grapevine, mori gay bahema below melach, anything that is ridged, for example, like the the palate uh, and the tongue uh, of a an animal that has not been uh, salted. Um, Shudro Saldag, if you eat the the, uh, the spine of a, uh, a fish, Vedag Maliach, Shilo Bishel Kotsuho, if you eat a salted fish uh, that hasn't been cooked properly, Hashte Shimra Yain, if you drink the dregs of wine, Hamanakayach, Basid Uvacharasit, and if you clean yourself with lime or clave, uh, as you know, as part of your bathroom uh, preparations over there, and also, uh, and, and the same thing, Bitsor Shukanach, or else you reuse a stone that was used by your friend. And here we just had finished, got finished saying uh, that uh, if it has already been used before, uh, then you'd be allowed to use it for uh, Shabbos because it's not defined as Mukta. Uh, and uh, 
and and here we see the contradiction against that um and uh, it says you know before we uh, resolve the contradiction we just finish off the rat of yeshumrim also if you hang yourself uh, in the bathroom it would seem that you um maybe stand up uh, when you are going to the bathroom or something like that and therefore that would be a problem okay law uh, kasha we go back to our question where it says that uh, um whether you know can you reuse a stone that someone else had used hi belach hi we you not allowed to use it is where it is still wet uh, that is uh, uh, it says here that will give you piles not quite sure why necessarily they, they there would be a difference between these two but anyway that um uh, you know, as we said, we very far removed uh, from these uh, practices in any case. Uh, if it is dry, uh, it would be fine to use. Uh, and the other problem would be, the uh, other way uh, around this difficulty, we say, is that if you use the other side of it, if both sides uh, have been uh, used, well then that's uh, fine. Uh, if you reuse the side that was already used, that's uh, uh, what you call dangerous uh, in the sense that that can lead to, um, you know, will, will make you, it'll probably make you very sick. I don't know, you know, why they, they would say dafka piles, uh, but it probably would make you sick if you reuse that same uh, stone that someone else had used. Okay, Vibhatayim, another answer uh, to resolve this question. Hi, Vididay, hi, Dabakavre. Uh, where you would be allowed to u- reuse a stone uh, that is where it's your stone uh, that you've previously used uh, and as opposed to the other one where it's dangerous uh, that is where it is your friend's uh, stone okay good so Rav Yosef says what happens if rain comes down uh, and uh, and and uh, you know, it, it uh, washes off uh, the stone, so you're not sure uh, whether it has been used uh, before. Uh, so it washes away uh, these marks on. He says, if you can see uh, after the rain, uh, the rain cleans a little bit, but still there is some mark on it or some impression uh, of sorts uh, then uh, that you that it has been used before uh, then it is not mukta and can be used vaimane rava barav shaila murav khista rava rashaila ost rav khista he says mao la lot akhra akharav lagag uh, in terms of uh, if you t- can you walk up with these stones uh, to the roof, uh, Rashi mentions the, you know the, that is a uh, because of tircha. Uh, this is a big uh, effort uh, to to start carrying stones up to the roof. Uh, are you allowed to take these stones up to the roof? Amalei God God all covered ibriat shedoche et lota seb shebetera. We dealt with this in the Gemara in Brachot. Uh, it says great is uh, the honor of people covered ibriat. You know that it even pushes aside a negative uh, commandment in the Torah. The, the Gemara over there in Rachot uh, mentions the fact that uh, it pushes aside a rabbinical, certain rabbinical commandments are pushed aside uh, so as not to embarrass people. That uh, that was the discussion back there.
and uh, we said that was uh, and, and and we talked about this so uh, according to this uh, if it is a uh, a rabbinical thing uh, well then you should be allowed uh, to to go up with these uh, stones onto the roof yativ mareimar havakama leila hashmatsta mareimar said and was saying this halakha eitvay ravina mareimar ravina asked about this he, he said listen i've got a question against you rabbiliz omer nutel Adam, um, uh, you can take this uh, chip of wood, uh, it says if you take a piece of, of um, uh, wood from a thing, uh, from an animal's um, uh, trough, which is in, in, fr- in, in front of you, um, uh, i.e. one that has already been designated for use uh, by the animals. So if there's a bit of wood over there, a splinter of wood, you can take it out and use it as a toothpick. Uh, to clean stuff from between your teeth, and it's only if it's in front of you. Uh, Sorry, Rebeleza uh, said you can take, a person can take a, a stick from anywhere. Uh, to clean your teeth on Shabbat HaChachamim. Uh, sorry, he said, you can only take it from uh, this trough of animals uh, in front of an animal uh, because of the fact that uh, uh, and it was set aside from before Shabbat. But surely we should say, uh, you know, surely we should say, Kavod uh, overrides that. So we see that Kavod does not override uh, this the, everything over there. So the Gemara says, now uh, you can't compare uh, these two cases. Hatam Adam Kovaya A person works out where he's going to eat, and therefore he knew where he was going to eat beforehand. Uh, so what he should he have done? He should have uh, designated a uh, a toothpick uh, before he starts eating. Hacha Adam Here, how will a person know? Uh, where where a bathroom uh, where when he needs to go to the bathroom that he's suddenly going to have to slip away and find a place to go to the bathroom it doesn't work uh, that way and as a result uh, therefore he would say that it is the cases are different. Uh, more about uh, this uh, going to the bathroom. Amrav Huna uh, on Shabbat. Uh, he says, Amrav Huna says, Asu lifnot niar nir Shabbat. You're not allowed to go inside a ploughed field uh, on Shabbat to uh, to uh, defecate over there. My timer, what would the reason be? Ilam Rishum the Davsha. If you say that uh, you are uh, you are standing uh, by the fact that you traipse over the field and you stand in those furrows and now that you, you messed up the guy uh, field uh, and he wouldn't be able to plant it easily anymore. I feel nami that same prohibition. Uh, if it's going to ruin his field and make it harder to plant, then you should not even do that on sh- uh, on a weekday either. It's not specifically Shabbat if you're going and destroying those things. Eli Mishum Asavim, and maybe it's uh, you'll you'll take some uh, grasses or uproot uh, some uh, uh, some grasses or you know up you know for, if they're on a stone and you uproot them from the ground, we're going to see uh, that is uh, uh, an issue uh, of... um 
of of plucking. Vamar of shlakish is very shlakish. Sure, shalu boasavim mutar kenechbo. Avtulish menu b'shabat chayv chatat. Reish lakish is you are allowed to wipe yourself with a stone uh, on uh, you know even though there is grass on the stone, even though uh, by the way it, it might knock off some of the grass uh, and uh, and and but and, and that is the case uh, even though uh, it is uh, you can um, do it if if it says if you go and specifically um, uh, uproot grass from a stone on Shabbat you would be liable for a chatat uh, and uh, the reason for that uh, behavior is if you uh, would do such a thing uh, then you are uh, essentially taking something away from where it is growing and that is uh, that is a violation of uh, Shabbat that is uh, um, uh, th- that is obviously problematic uh, that is tolesh that is reaping Ella Dilma Nekot Milane Vasada Lachtakte What what are you worried about? You're gonna you're gonna take some earth uh, from one place and uh, and and throw it onto the ground and uh, cover up a hole in the ground. Umachayev Mishum Deraba and this is like what uh, Rabba says. Dama Rabba Haita Lo Guma. Uh, if you have a hole uh, uh, to mama and you made it uh, complete, uh, you filled it up, uh, but if it's in the house, that is defined as building because you're making uh, the, the floor, which is uneven, nice and flat. Uh, that is therefore defined as building. But uh, if it is out in the field, uh, that is uh, plowing because, um, as we said, plowing, uh, if you throw it in the ground, it makes it easier uh, to plant later. That is uh, the definition of plowing. If you make something easier to plant later, here you're taking some nice soft oil, uh, earth, sorry, and you're throwing it onto uh, the ground, and it makes it easier to plant later. So that is all defined as plowing. Okay, um, this is... Um uh, yeah, so, so we carry on uh, with this discussion. Amr Gufa, Amr Shlakis, Chor, Shalu Bo Asavim. This stone and that, that this kind of grass or moss or whatever has grown on Mutakanach, or you can use it to wipe yourself on Shabbat. However, if you go uh, not you know, as part of wiping where you, you may or may not uh, do the, you know, rub off the grass, if you deliberately uh, take the grass off it on Shabbat, uh, then um, uh, you, you, do, you know, I mean, deliberately, even though unwittingly, uh, then you would be liable to chatat. Um, Amar Papa, uh, Papi, sorry, Shmavina, the Demarosh Lakish, Hi, uh, Parpita, uh, Parpisa, sorry, uh, this, um, Rav Papi said, what Reishlaki, from what we learned, from what Reishlaki says, this uh, perforated flower pot, Shari uh, Letutule, uh, you, you're allowed to carry a perforated flower pot uh, on Shabbat. Uh, he says that is, is you know, because it's, um, able to be uh, you know you you uh, it's not uh, connected uh, to the ground and maybe you would be able to take it he says if you're allowed to wipe yourself uh, with this uh, this grass uh, you would say uh, this this grass covered stone you'd be allowed to carry this uh, perforated flower pot 
Uh, the Gemara doesn't like that at all. Matkiv lav Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana says, Im amru uh, you need it for a reason, i.e. to wipe yourself. Uh, you know, that uh, it says, Yomru yeah, what purpose uh, would you need to carry this flower pot? Uh, well, there'd be no purpose to it, and therefore uh, it is breaking Shabbat. And Abayah actually uh, goes further uh, about, uh, on this. He says, Amar Parapisa, uh, this perforated flower pot, uh, it's got a hole in the bottom, and therefore he says it essentially connected to the ground. Oil vata yadan lema by milta. He says once it's come to our hand, uh, we will say something about it. If it is on the ground, uh, even because it's got this uh, hole at the bottom, it is considered actually connected to the ground. If you lifted it and you put it on some pegs, even though it's uh, still uh, uh, you know, above the ground, and you could say that it is getting its some um, uh, nourishment from the ground, uh, that is defined as tolesh, that is defined as uh, um, cutting it, as, uh, as, as uh, um, detaching it from a place where it grows. And if it is on uh, pegs, uh, it's already seemingly detached uh, from the ground. And you now put it down on the ground. Uh, that is planting it. Uh, essentially, the idea is that even though uh, the roots uh, aren't don't go through, it still is drawing nourishment from the earth. Uh, so you are able uh, you know, that that you'd still be liable for that. Interestingly, uh, over here, uh, Rashi, where he talks about this parapisa, uh, gives a very interesting uh, idea. He says people would uh, um, take this uh, a few days before uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, you know, 22 days or 15 days uh, before Rosh Hashanah, uh, and, uh, you know, they would make uh, these these flower pots, uh, these small ones uh, for their for their children, anyone that's, the, you know, the, uh, the, their children in the house. And... Um, uh, and then they would throw inside uh, this these, this pole, uh, mitri, this Egyptian bean, or uh, you know a kidney or to some kind of bean, a Korean law, um, uh, purpisa. They would call this thing purpisa, uh, and it would grow. Erev Rosh Hashanah says Rashi on Erev Rosh Hashanah, notel kolechad shelo. Everyone would take his own thing, machizro sivot lorosho. They would uh, wave it around the head, shiva pamim seven times. Remember, ze tachad ze ze tacharfi. Khalifiti um, uh, uh, this is um, uh, this instead of that uh, this is my uh, exchange and this is my uh, swapping out uh, it, it says um, uh, and and, uh, and then you would uh, throw that into the river so this sounds a lot like what we have uh, for Kaparot Rashi brings that uh, fascinatingly enough uh, in terms of uh, you know this behavior uh, they would do that uh, it would seem that if there's a decree on a person's uh, uh, children, which is their seed, uh, they would take these seeds and say, listen, the, the, the decree should go rather on these seeds. And then they would throw those seeds in the river so it's, uh, you know, to like nullify uh, that decree. Okay, uh, fascinating stuff. All right, um, uh, carrying on. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, you're not allowed to wipe yourself. <laughs> on Shabbat uh, with an earthenware, uh, a shard of this earthenware 
pot a broken my timer what is the reason uh, if it is uh, dangerous because it's so sharp so the same question would apply and you shouldn't be allowed to do this even on Shabbat maybe it's because of witchcraft so if it's because you're worried about witchcraft you should say the same thing uh, during the week as well it would seem that uh, you know we'll see in a second a little story uh, about this witchcraft um, so what you're worried about uh, is is maybe uh, cutting uh, hairs uh, as uh, you know because it is sharp it might uh, trim your hairs uh, that would be uh, an issue of gozes uh, of sharing uh, uh, it is something that is not intended um, so what could be the problem? Amalu Rabnatan Bar Oshaya Gavra Rabba Amamilta. He said this great person uh, said something. Uh, you know, and uh, it says name alay time. Let's uh, give a reason for that. Morely by behold Asur. Obviously, uh, during the week uh, it is not you're not allowed to do it. Avalba Shabbat Huel Vaema Torat Kli Alav. You might say that uh, in terms of of this uh, on Shabbat you say this thing uh, was part of utensil. You are allowed to move utensils on Shabbat. So maybe this actually is more preferable uh, than a stone. Shapi dummy. You might think that moving a bit of a utensil is preferable to than moving a stone because we have the counter issue of mukta when it comes to stone. Kamash Milan, no. Uh, that stones are perfectly fine as we've just seen over the last um, amud or so that, that, that stones are um, fine uh, to use uh, on Shabbat. Okay, uh, Rava um uh and Nimim Rava said that uh Rav Yochanan said that it was uh, no you can't use it because it will cut your hairs. The Kashalan Rabbi Yochanan at Rabbi Yochanan and there's a, uh, therefore a a, a a contradiction between two statements of Rabbi Yochanan. Miyam Rabbi Yochanan Asulukanach uh um Bekherish Bashabat uh if you Rabbi Yochanan would say that you're not allowed to u- use this earthenware to wipe yourself with on Shabbat. It would seem that he would say that even though you don't intend it, uh, an action, it is Asur. But on the other hand, Rabbi Yochanan says, the halacha goes like an anonymous Mishnah. Uh, and we learned, Niyar, Chufayf, Chaspas, Aval, Lo, Sreik. Uh, talking about a uh, person who is a Nazir, uh, it says, to how does he wash his hair? Uh, you know, in, in terms of this, obviously on a weekday, uh, because he can't wash it on Shabbat, uh, but he can use a a kind of shampoo uh, with uh, with with uh, sand in and, uh, and and different types of uh, detergent materials uh, to make it clean. Mufas. Uh, face and that is uh, separating it uh, with his fingers uh, you know to make it look nice afterwards after he's washed his hair aval he's not allowed to comb it because it is almost inevitable uh, then he'll pull hairs out and he's not allowed to remove hairs so he's allowed to wash his hair softly uh, even with something that that could cause it uh, to fall out like this uh, bit of sand harsh sand etc uh, could come to pull the hair out uh, and you could do it as long as you can part it with your hand uh, but not with a specialized material because that will uh, you 
utensil that will pull it out like a comb. Ella, Mikavata, Ravnatan Barasha, the best uh, reason, as we saw with Ravnatan Barashaya, uh, he says, because, uh, you know, the issue of the stone, and you might think it's better to use uh, a, a vessel uh, or part of a vessel on Shabbat rather than use stones, and we say, no. All right, so we reject that understanding of Rava. In any case, Mark Shafim, what is this uh, witchcraft? Uh, why, why should you worry about Kaadarav Chista? Rabba Barav Huna, Havak Kaazli Barba, Rav Chista and Rabba Huna were going on a boat. Amrila, who Matronita, this matron, this seemingly important uh, woman, uh, said to them, Otvin, Vadehu, let me sit, you know, come and sit here. Velo, Otvua, they wouldn't let her go sit. Amo, E. Milta, you know, so she said something, uh, and Asarta, La Arba, and she literally assed the boat, I the boat uh, kind of was was unable to move. Inu So they said something, obviously they said Hashem's name uh, or something like that, Sharua, and it freed up the boat. Uh, it says, Amrila, uh, So she said to them, uh, You know, what can I do here? Uh, you don't use uh, these bits of earthenware uh, to wipe yourself. And you don't kill lice. That's on your gum. Uh, and you don't pull out a, a vegetable from a bundle of vegetables uh, that a gardener does. You wait for him uh, that his gardener is carrying. You wait for him to untie it, um, and, uh, and and then only afterwards you eat it. It would seem uh, that all of these uh, um, uh, three practices uh, would la- make you susceptible to witchcraft. Okay, we will obviously now stop there. Uh, being this, this is you know, right at the top of uh, the last Amud here of uh, the the eighth uh, chapter. Uh, we'll start the ninth chapter tomorrow. Uh, everyone should have a great day.